I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so we yesterday <laughs> did uh, the purpose of human existence according to the Ramam, which is um, every creature has certain like activities, and he said that the human activity is cognition of ideas and truth, and the highest of which is knowledge of God, and all the other activities preserve a person's existence in order to uh, so he can do that one activity. So that's the purpose of human existence, and then at the end he threw in the idea that there's also ethical perfection, right? And that was our question that we had is that how exactly does that fit in? Um, and we acknowledge that there are other problems that seem to give like other indications, but he's uh, doesn't seem to be going into it here. Um, and that's a little uh, perplexing. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also mentioned another thing we had a question about, which is he says that the person who, you know, the, the idea is, the, the essence is to be, uh, to quote Aristotle, Nivonim Tadikin people who are understanding and righteous. So if you are a Chacham and a Navon, but you pursue Taivas, then that is bad. Or if you have ethical perfection, but you're ignorant, that's also bad. But he said that the first one, the, the sorry, what did he say? He said the... Uh, so if you are uh, detached from worldly desires and you um, you only uh, are involved in the physical enough to sustain your body, and you're involved in everything uh, in the worldly things, uh, what do you call it? In, the, in moderation, and you are accustomed in all the good midos, but you're not learned. You're also lacking perfection. But that guy is more perfected than the first guy, the guy who has intellectual perfection and no midos. Because these actions are not out of knowledge, clear knowledge and fundamental recognition. That's the part that we, I'm not sure if I'm reading correctly. That's what they mean when they say that a boor cannot be sin-fearing, as we've explained. Again, if you say that an Amaritz could be a Chassid, then that's just denying, uh, uh, you know, uh, Chazal and, uh, and, and rationality. Uh, that's why you find in the Torah that you should learn and then do. Talmud brings you to action. Keep a Talmud Yavo um, so I'm getting contradictory implications here yeah. about who's better. I don't know that. All right, fine. So I wanted to read it just to see what would happen if we if something clicked. Let's well, maybe yeah. saying learning brings you to action, which shows that action is the actual. Uh, right. That could be. That could be. Right. I mean, that guy has the end, even though he's lacking the means. Yeah. Right. And the other guy just has the means. Yeah, the, the fun problem with that, though, is that that seems to go against what he said the purpose of man is. Right now we come full circle, right? Yeah, all right. So there's still what to, be, to remain, uh, uh, what do you call it, to investigate. So let, let's finish it up today with uh, his answer to the remaining question. Which we, Sorry. Yeah. For the, for the guy who has the intellectual, yeah. is, that, is that he, what, what was the word to be specifically mm. for that? So he said he is, um, uh, da, 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 da. Misha Tanshu, this is funny. 
So even he even talks about it uh, in a funny way. Misha Talan Shu Chacham, someone who claims to be a Chacham, Bismanshu over Al Divrei Torah Grodif Tavosav, at the same time when he's transgressing Torah and chasing his pleasures, who Amru Ech Tomru Chachamim Ganikotim Yahu. So that's how he described him. So it sounds like he's saying you can't really be a, a Chacham, yeah. right? Maybe somebody like learns but doesn't understand, so to speak. Someone who learns and doesn't understand, right? Or who's learning is only in the realm of um, the theoretical and not yeah. in the realm of, of, of the practical. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this warrants more investigation. But let's uh, let's finish the uh, the treatise today. Um, and so we'll repeat the question we said yesterday and the answer we said yesterday, and then we'll do the realms. There remains one question. He, namely, the objector could say, You told us that um, that the divine wisdom does not produce anything in vain. And out of all the sublunar existences, man is the most exalted. The purpose of the human species is to grasp concepts. In Cain, if so, why did God produce all these people who can't um, grasp any, um, what do you call, uh, concepts, who don't grasp any concepts? Don't. Don't. Uh, they don't. We see the majority of the human species are void of knowledge and chase after Tivas. And that was even more true in the Ramam state than in our day, I think, you know, in terms of like just the, um, you know, now just like, knowledge, basic levels of knowledge are just accessible and literacy is much greater than it ever was in human history. Um, and the person who is learned and separate from worldly desires is a, 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 a wondrous rarity. You only find one every couple of generations. <laughs> yeah. So the answer you gave yesterday, which was good, is right? It's not that God created like, you know, this, these proportions is he created you know, um, uh, human beings with the Chira, and like theoretically, you can people can choose correctly. And in the most Mashiach, we hold that that the human species will choose correctly. You know, mm-hmm. I would give a similar answer, which is I would say like statistics. You know, that like you know, let's go with his uh, his example of uh, fruit bearing trees. That the purpose, of the activity of fruit bearing trees is to bear fruit. So let's take a strawberry, right? Strawberry has tons of seeds. How many of those seeds sprout into other strawberries? You know, uh, bushes. Very few, right? But you need the quantity in order to get the the uh, the you know you need the quantity in order to produce that one thing. So like the odds are, maybe this is kind of combined with your answer. The odds are with Bahira that not that many people will get there, but you need a large sample population in order for like individuals to like you know flourish. Could, could you could the question also be asking, or is it, could the question also be asking why would God make it so that there are people? who don't do this, meaning why would he just make it that everybody... So it's, it's a good question about if that's what he's asking, because the similar thing that I I know of in the Ramam's writing is in the parak where he's talking about his theory about Avodazar and Korbanos, um, he goes, he does like a reductio ad absurdum with that. He says like, you know, you are going to object to my theory of Korbanos and say, if God really you know, um, wanted to, he should have just change human nature to not like, you know, crave a Vodazara. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask you, why didn't God just make human nature to like obey Torah? You know, like God could have made us robots. And he says that that line of reasoning is just uh, absurd, given the fact that he did create us with free will. And, you know, so I feel like, like he's, he's not saying it. Uh, he's not going that far, you know, uh-huh. All right, so let's see his answer. And maybe we could reverse engineer, uh, understand his question. 
Hatshuva, the answer. He's going to give two answers, by the way. The existence of all these other people is for two reasons. This is very elitist. <laughs> the first one is to serve the individual. Okay, it's to serve the guy who did achieve his purpose. Because if all people were lamdanim and philosophers, okay, uh, it's funny how uh, it's a different description than the Nivonim Tzadikim, you know, Lamdanim philosophers. Uh, I feel like that one resonates a little bit more with us. Um, the world would be destroyed. Okay, why? Um, the human species would perish in a short time. Man is very needy. He needs lots of things. He would need to learn plowing and harvesting and uh, threshing and grinding and uh, cooking. And making the tools for all these things, just in order to get food. He would need to learn sewing and weaving in order to make the garments that he wears. And buildings in order to build houses to have shelter. He would need to make the tools for all those. The lifetime of Mesushlach would not be enough, he's the oldest guy, to learn all the Malachos that man needs uh, in order to sustain his existence. If so, when would that guy learn Chachma and understand knowledge? Therefore, the existence of all these other people is to do the types of labor that the world needs. So now it turns out that the guy who is learned exists for himself. And then the world will be built up and Chachma will be found. How wonderful is the statement, I don't know what the source of this is, of the guy who said, were it not for the idiots, the world would be desolate. You know, like, um, uh, uh, there's a quote that someone said, I don't know if this is from Shear or in person, that like, um, I can't I can't even quote it, I can't remember, never mind. All right. Okay. Adam Khalif Anefesh. Binyan gufo rofef nosea mikatse haaklim hasheni adkatse hashishi. So, what foolishness is greater than this? That a man who is weak of soul and uh, and, and has a, a frail body. I think the rofef is a frail body. Travels from one end of the the uh, the climate to the other. I don't know exactly what the throw the word meridian in there somewhere but over uh, and he he goes by sea during uh the 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 winter times of midboros the share of the kites and he travels through deserts in the in the in the the uh the heat and he he endangers himself to get um uh the food for the species just so he can make a little profit and then when he's collected enough of this uh these coins that he's expended his whole spirit over, uh, then he distributes them to craftsmen who will build for him a foundation, a strong foundation on which, uh, on, on virgin land to build um, uh, with marble and stone. Very poetic, Ram, and there's a whole thing. So they can make a building that will last for hundreds of years. He knows for sure that he doesn't even, he's not even going to live enough time to literally to wear out a building of, I forgot what Guma is, 
Is there any like, like, like um, frivolity uh, more severe than this? Right. So that's describing most people, right? It's like they, they, they spend their whole lives making money to build buildings that are, that they're, that are going to outlast them. And, uh, and meanwhile, they're not developing their souls. Mm-hmm. All of the enjoyments of the world and all of its desires um, uh, are like, you know, frivolity, uh, absolute frivolity uh, to build the world. That's why we call these people Amha'aretz, uh, meaning a person of the land. They were only created for the building up of the land. That's why they are ascribed to it. Okay, so that's just answer number one, is that that in order for the project to work of a person to become a Chacham, there needs to be a whole infrastructure and all these people who, to the extent that they are not perfecting their souls, then they're building up the infrastructure. And I think, I don't think he's, it sounds like he's dividing the whole world into two categories. I think it is a spectrum, you know, like, like there are definitely people, you know, who are, um, you know, involved in like farming, but they are doing learning to their capacity, you know? So those people are, are existing for themselves in part and then for the society as a whole. And then the further along you get, then the more you're, you could say that the world exists for these people. Doesn't this contradict his earlier point, though? Because if everybody were to fulfill their human purpose, yeah, then the world would be destroyed. Right. So, so it sounds like he is saying, and maybe this is answering the question uh, that I was alluding to with the strawberry seeds, that like it is by design that there are going to be there's going to be like a bell curve, you know, or not bell curve exactly. I don't know what we call yeah. whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whatever. The, uh, there's going to be a, a statistical distribution that allows for the species to produce individuals that are um, that are like this, because otherwise you can't have those individuals. And, and you know, Konami, you, you you can't have a world where everyone is doing this. Yeah. And so these people do serve a purpose, but they're serving, you know, it almost reminds me of like a Yasakar's Vulun type thing, where yeah. you know both of them are involved in learning, but. But Yisachar is the one who's more talented in learning, and Zvulun is more talented in business. So it's not like he neglects his own learning, but he supports Yisachar in order to produce maximum Chachma in the world, you know? And, like, his contribution to the worlds of Chachma is through supporting the person who can learn. It makes it seem like the earlier idea about man's purpose and all yeah. that is something more like man's purpose on the general level. Not right. Each not individual. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like what he says about the whole dilemma of how can God say... Um, that Egypt is going to enslave us. Isn't that making them, uh, isn't that taking away their free will? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, each individual mitzvah has free will, but that doesn't eradicate the phenomenon of a trend, you know? Yeah. Okay. Veshema Yomar Adam, maybe a person will say, but hello, Anu Roim, Adam Tipesh, Uksil, Yeshlo Nachas. What? Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, I'll say it again in case it got cut out. Veshema Yomar Adam, Vahalo Anu Roim, Adam Tipesh, Uksil, Yeshlo Nachas, Olam, Eno Yegeabo. So maybe a person will say, we see a foolish guy who has tranquility in this world and he doesn't work at all and others serve him and do his work. And sometimes it's even a person who is a learned man who serves this guy. So that sounds to be the opposite. But it's not what you think. The purpose of this fool is that he also serves the guy who is um, the, uh, the the goal of the creator, uh, the creator's objective. 
because of this, this foolish guy's pleasure and wealth and uh, authority, Yitzave la'avada livnos armon anaki. Oh, this is, uh, this is where, this is often quoted. Uh, this guy will command that a palace be built. Olintoa kerem or building a great vineyard. Kederek sh'osim ha'malachim ha'mamismudamim lahem. Like uh, that the kings uh, um, uh, build for themselves and people who are similar to them. Yihye oso ha'armon muchan l'chasid. And that palace will be ready for a chasid, Shiavu Bemeshagazman, who will come along one of the, in a much later time, Yamim on one day, Lachasos Patel Kir Mikiros Oso Armon, and to take shelter in the shade of the walls of that palace. And that will save him from death. And he'll take I don't know exactly what this process is. Certain um, uh, wine from uh, from those days in order to like provide something for someone who got bitten by some sort of like venomous thing, some sort of remedy. Uh, that is what God intended in in His wisdom that He He made nature subordinate. Etos mirachot emuna omen. Uh, counsels from afar by the greatest of, of uh, craftsmen. Vinyanzekvar bir uhu chazal. Chazal explained this. Amru shaben zoma haya yoshe baharabais v'roya yisrael olim v'omer baruch shabara kol elu l'sharseni. Okay, I hope you didn't hear his. Uh, didn't, anyone, no one heard him say that. But Zoma stood on harabais when all of Israel was doing a little regal, presumably, and he said, "All of these people are uh, were created to serve me." Okay, Lefisha Haya Olav Shalom Yachi because he was the top guy in his generation, and philosophically, all these people were serving him. I have a, a, a visual depiction of this. Uh, I just have to find it. Um, there's a uh, hold on a second. Uh, okay, hold on a second here. Is this going to be? You know, I'm, I might not be able to find it. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to be able to find it. It's a great visual depiction, though. Hold on. Just try. Okay. I think it's here. Okay, so there's a puzzle in Kohelas or Tupsukim that say, nope, this is not the, oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Nope. Oh man. Is it here? I can't find it. Okay, fine. All right. Uh all right. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to say it even. Okay. Second answer. Okay. Masiba is the second cause of other people who don't fulfill their purpose, the Mitsius Mish Ainbo Khachma, of the, the existence of someone who has not found Khachma, who doesn't have Khachma. Lafi Shibali Hakachma Ma'atim od is people who have Khachma are very few. Shakah Chaiba Hakachma Halakis. That's what the divine wisdom dictates. Okay, so there he says it explicitly. The divine wisdom dictates this proportion. I guess that's implicit of what he said before, but now it's explicit. We don't um, say, uh, we don't say in everything that was necessitated by the original Chachma, why did the Chachma necessitate this? Kamosh Ein Lomar just like we don't ask, why are there nine spheres, seven planets, and four elements? 
That's what was necessitated by the divine wisdom for the beginning of creation. So he says, I've seen the people who are um, the people who are like, uh, like the top guys in the generation, and there are very few. If there are two of them, it's me and my son. Here's his answer. Uh, Therefore, the Hamon exists. I think this means... Okay, I don't know what Lashon Latavos is, but it means to, to be, to be a, uh, like companions for these people. Okay, to be like, uh, to provide company. Okay, I, he'll describe it. Maybe you'll think that this purpose is very like uh, unimportant. Adraba, no. It's greater than the first one. Hello, Tirish, Akash He shared as Hakofrim the arts, Leos Latavos. Yeah, I don't know what that word is. Lachasidim. This is a weird raya. God left the, the heretics in the land so that there should be litzavos for the Hasidim. That's when the Jews went in. He says, I'm not going to drive them out um, uh, entirely quickly. I'll, I'll, I'll do it slowly, uh, lest the land be desolate. Yeah, that's where he says it. So he says, um, Chazal say, what does it mean at the end of Kuala's when it says, it means that the entire world was only created to provide uh, companionship for this for these, this person. So it's a funny thing also. Uh, I mean, I would have said that this is automatically included in the first one, but I guess he's splitting into like utility and like, like there's a certain, you know, uh, societal need as well. Man's a social creature. So we've, what emerges from all this is that the purpose of the entire world of coming to being and passing away is to produce a perfected person who encompasses chachma and action, as we've explained. Since the words of Chazal, include these two things, Chachma and Maseh, uh, based on what we've explained and what they've alluded to, then they correctly said the only thing God has in this world is for Amos of Halakha. Still is a funny statement. I mean, for Amos of Halakha doesn't to me point to these like ideas, you know? Yeah, I don't even see any connection. Yeah. That's the end of his treatise there. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was quite lengthy, but uh, but there's a lot of unanswered questions for us to work on. Well, what was that last line again? The last line, it was him just saying that you see the idea that I explained is, is all reflected perfectly in the statement that the only thing God has in his world is the four amas of halakha. I mean, yes, he's trying to say that, you know, halakha is action and chachma, right? Uh, like that's the perfect marriage of action and chachma. Okay. So, so the only thing God has in the world, I mean, the only purpose of the world is 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 this and it i don't know why it's for almost maybe for almost is considered like a person's personal space yeah. but like producing like one person you know the individuals who are um have this uh chachma. Mm-hmm. Well, why is the friendship one greater than the other one yeah i don't yeah. understand that i mean i feel like if we had friendship but we didn't have like food and clothing <laughs> that would be a big uh well, you know Maslow's hierarchy yeah right right so friendship is higher than mm-hmm. Right, you need the basic stuff for. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Meaning, meaning, it's not more fundamental, but it is a higher um, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. That that would work out. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Or he could mean that in terms of like actually using people, you know, you're really interacting more with a person in terms of the friendship as opposed to getting like your clothing, you know? So in terms of answering the question of why do other people exist here, it's like a greater, more close, like need they're getting from the person themselves. You're only, it's really the products that they produce. Correct. And truthfully, man could be a hunter and gatherer and like, like, you know, uh, and it would be inefficient without a lot of people, but like you can get by without like buildings and stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. That was a fun journey. And that is the last Ramon Bikushir, not just for the year, but for the foreseeable future, because wow. not next year, as far as I know, unless it's some other capacity. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm happy. If you know anyone who wants a regular Rambam Shir, like, you know, if we can work it out, then that's good. Just not a, it's going to be a, it's going to be in a different venue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Thank I, you. I would, I would personally All right. <laughs> I like. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.